Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. We have more COVID in college football. The passing of a couple of known political figures a rather odd airplane story. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Alabama has joined Auburn among teams that won't be playing this weekend because of COVID outbreaks on their opponents' rosters. In Alabama's case, it's LSU that's having to deal with COVID-positive players and contact tracing and all that fun stuff. AL.com's Michael Casagrande reports that the game is listed as a postponement and not a cancellation. But if you take a look at their schedules, they're going to have to get creative to squeeze this one in. The Tide and LSU are playing every Saturday through December 5th, and then on December 12th, LSU already has a scheduled makeup game against those awful Florida Gators. And then December 19th is the SEC Championship game. Now, the effect of all of this is if they can't make this one up and if maybe even more games fall off the schedule to never be played again, there could be some issues and some scenarios in determining the winner of the SEC West. Casagrande said that we should hear soon from the SEC regarding updated tiebreakers that hopefully clear things up in the event of those scenarios. Of course, the Auburn-Mississippi State game had been canceled a day earlier because of Mississippi State's own COVID issues. It turns out that it wasn't just the Bulldogs who were going to have trouble fielding a team in that game, though. AL.com's Gianna Hahn reports that nine Auburn players and three staff members have now tested COVID positive this week. Add to that the contact tracing that makes even more players ineligible, and that's a significant outbreak. Those positive tests were the first for the Tigers since the week of September 12th. And we all knew this was positive before the season started. So hang in there, college football fans. Former Alabama State Senator E.B. McLean has passed away, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. The death, according to Birmingham police, is being investigated as an apparent suicide but there was an autopsy performed to try to figure out exactly what may have happened. McLean was a midfield Democrat who served in the Alabama House of Representatives beginning in 1987 and then the state Senate beginning in 1994. In 2009, he was convicted on 48 federal counts, bribery, money laundering, and more. He got out in 2015. E.B. McLean was 80 years old. Howard Sachs, who's been the chief of staff for the Alabama Republican Party since 2011, has died of COVID-19, reports AL.com's Howard Koplowitz. According to his wife, Bonnie, Sachs went into the Crestwood Hospital in Huntsville with double pneumonia late last month. When he was admitted, they tested him for COVID and it came back positive. U.S. Representative Robert Adderholt, a Republican representing Alabama 4, quote, Carolyn and I have known Harold and Bonnie for more than 25 years and consider them dear friends. Harold will be greatly missed, and I pray for Bonnie and their family. 
All right, do y'all remember when people would dress up to fly on a plane? Some folks still do. But it was a real thing that people would dress in at least business casual to fly. Of course, most people at the time wouldn't be seen in church without a tie either. And my, how times have changed quickly. Your worship leader now wears fashionably frayed skinny jeans. And last week, a plane was diverted to Mobile, Alabama because of a woman who was wearing only a t-shirt and her undergarments. No, the diverting of the plane wasn't due to a dress code violation. AL.com's Howard Coppolos reports that the 25-year-old Texas woman was charged with public intoxication and disorderly conduct upon landing in Mobile. Now, it can get boring up there flying in that plane, but y'all keep your britches on. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then... Stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. 